<laughs> You're too timid. I'm not timid. It's just been a while. It's okay. It's been a while since I've been podcasting. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, uh, is this... Is this the first time that babies have been in this studio? I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure this is not the first time that babies have been in the studio. This is probably the first time, if I get specific, this is probably the first time that infant twin girls have been in the studio. Probably the first time that infant twins, period, have been in the studio. You know what it definitely won't be the first time for? What? If someone gets shit on while we're in here tonight, it will not be the first time that someone's been shit on in the studio. I can I can guarantee you. What? That's, radio is a crazy business. <laughs> Two guys, one podcast. I'm one guy. You should really dump your boyfriend <laughs> now that we've taken our bathroom break. Yeah. Two guys, one podcast. And I'm Honey Bun. Oh, I forgot I'm supposed to say uh, You're welcome. Two guys, one podcast. Your future boyfriend and eventual husband. Break her heart later, but for now, I'll enjoy her. Two guys, one podcast. I'm one guy. And I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. And this is how I became his beautiful. Is there a story there? I don't have a personal story. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know the time that somebody got shit on. And that's the time that somebody got shit on in the studio. No, I don't. But I'm assuming that it's happened before. <laughs> DJs are crazy. Hey, I'm going to take this away from you because I think you're asleep. Yeah, so I was thinking, I was like, I don't think they're going to stay awake. Like you're supposed to. You know, you know what else? This, this is definitely the first time that someone has done baby-wise scheduling in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ready to start? Parents for the win. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Two Guys on Podcast. I'm one guy. And I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. And this is how I became his beautiful. Part three. Uh, part modern three. Modern American Love Story Part Three. Uh this is uh we're we're gonna talk about our, our little girls. We got and little girls plural. When last when last we left you. <laughs> the unbeknownst to our dynamic duo, there were twin babies right? of bacon. <laughs> Can you hear me all right? Uh, you should if you if you don't mind pull it in tighter to you okay. like j- yeah it just grab the whole far, but I didn't grab know. there and get yeah, get it you see how is close that, mine is yeah but I didn't know if your little thingy on the front if that just, changes things yeah all that does is it keeps me from popping and from spitting in it really okay yeah so I can spit in mine well no because you see the fuzzy thing on yours oh yeah and it does the same thing effectively okay it's the same idea. Hmm. Yeah, she's like out like a light mostly. I'm sure she's fixing to be too. I'm, it's okay. They'll be fine. Well, I'm I'm we'll just survive. thinking I'm thinking, you know, we'll just I'll toss her I'll toss her around a little bit. Just, just <laughs> so shake her up. Ra- don't shake the baby. <laughs> I mean not literally shake her, you know. I'm aware. I've hey, I did two of these already and I didn't break either one of them. Um so hey, welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Uh nothing's wrong with other guy. I we just I thought, hey, we're at episode eighty and uh you know, it's like Christmas slash New Year's week, mm-hmm. and it's holiday time, and and it might be kind of a nice time to do a little, a little family show. And you and I, I had, I took a week off from work, and I thought, there's so we have all the time in the world, and I thought, oh, we'll record, we'll record two or three episodes this week, and and you know, we'll have stuff for you know for weeks and weeks and weeks. It is Saturday at eight fifteen. And mm-hmm. uh, we're finally getting into the studio. The only way we could get in now is if we brought the babies with yep. us. 
They are with us. Um, I think that that tells you exactly how busy it is with twins. We're going to back up a little bit, though, and we're going to talk about the pregnancy, and we're going to talk about uh, the the delivery and the labor and all of that stuff, and we're going to talk about um, what it's like having these uh, beautiful little girls at home. Um, but and, and we're also finally going to get to – you mentioned this in the first episode of, of our podcast together – uh, but we're finally going to get to the list. You've got this running list of, of quotes and phrases, and we're going to discuss a few items off of that um, okay. before we, we round up tonight. Um, but first, let's start with this. In the last uh, episode of our podcast, which you can hear, uh, at, you can find links especially to it uh, at uh, twoguysonepod.com. Uh, it's Modern American Love Story uh, and then Modern American Love Story Part 2. Uh, in the last episode... Like we left off with uh, the the parents knew uh, that we were having a baby. Uh, we had gone to I think one doctor's appointment already and yeah. confirmed the pregnancy and that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, you were happy, healthy, everything was going well. And then early on, it's like you don't go to the doctor for weeks at a time, right? And so we were kind of in between doctor visits. And I think the next doctor visit was going to be the ultrasound. You're right. So you were probably like sixteen weeks, eighteen weeks along, something like that. When we recorded, yeah, yes. Yeah, the yeah. last time. So we were you were at twenty one weeks when That's we had 19. the nineteen weeks when we went to the ultrasound tech. Right. And uh we hadn't been in her <laughs> office like I mean you, well, I say been in her office. We were in her office for a while. But she hadn't you know, she she, she squeezes the, the goo all over you, uh from from top to tail pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, she starts running the thing over your belly and all of a sudden she's like, All right. First pregnancy, huh? And I, you were like, yes, yep. yes for me. Okay, and uh, well, I got some surprises for you today. First ultrasound? Yep. Yeah, that's it. First ultrasound? Yes. Okay, uh, I got some surprises for you today. Two, in fact. Twins. What was the first thing that ran through your mind? Uh, what? That's what... It was just surprise, just yeah, shock? Like, I was no. Just, <laughs> I was like, did she say I misheard twins? her. Yeah, and then my second thought was... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Surely she means I have twin uteruses or something, right? Yeah, I was like, uh, I, I really, I I was very surprised at spontaneous twins. That's what they call them, apparently. Spontaneous twins. Yes. At when they don't run in the family like a lot or something? Or no, what is that? Just, just like when you don't have to help getting pregnant with them. Oh. That's what I've learned on reading on the... On the Facebook. Spontaneous twins? Spontaneous twins. That sounds so... So ridiculous. I don't stupid. I don't know how I feel about that at all. I know. I'm like, why don't you just say natural twins? Like, spontaneous Well, I guess, I guess that implies that the other kind would be unnatural. Those yeah. are unnatural twins over there. Yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. Spontaneous. I got news for you. All twins are unnatural. <laughs> I, this, is, this is not... It's, it's... Look, there is a reason why human beings have single births as as the rule. Uh, multiple births is hard, folks. It's hard on the mama. It's hard on uh, the family. It's hard on the babies, too. But you know what's awesome? This is, like, the one thing that I'm, like, most excited about. And I th- immediately, I'm with you. I thought, oh, shit, pretty much. Yeah. Like, first I thought, well, what? No, you, I just didn't. It was I, so funny, though, because you, like, she said twins, and immediately you said, well, no, she said, actually, I have two prizes and i didn't really catch what she said at first and you immediately said you are kidding 
And then I was like, oh, shit. And then, then I think you said twins, and she said twins, and I and I, I said what? <laughs> I just I verbalized it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Yeah, you just kept you kept saying over and over again. You are, you are kidding me. What? It was shocking. Yeah. But once the like okay, so once I gave it a day or two, and it had like begun to sink in a little bit, I actually got a little excited, and 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 I've told you this several times. I like the fact that we get to do. Two kids, but we get them all out of the way at the same time. Right. <laughs> like, our retirement right. plan isn't off any further. Exactly. <laughs> get diapers out of the way at the same time. Pie turning out of the way at the same time. Teething. Just get it all done. One fell swoop. So, I mean, I know everybody has already asked you this, but nobody has asked you on a recording before. How... When you, I mean, I know you don't know any different from a single pregnancy to a twin pregnancy because right. you've only had one. But there was a time when you thought it was a single pregnancy, mm-hmm. and then there was a time when you knew it was twin pregnancy. Right. What was the? How is the emotional and mental state different in the in the knowing you're having a baby to knowing you're having babies? Um, it's a lot scarier, just the unknown, because like it, they the doctors tell you everything's different. And and I mean I don't I don't know that everything's different because I don't have anything to compare it to, but it is scarier. Like everything is doubled. Your risk of your risks are greater, and I mean the rewards are greater. They're awesome and they're great and they're healthy. But like you know, it's two two daycare bills, twice the diapers, twice the feedings, you know, twice the worry. <laughs> so I think I I think the the latter the second half of my pregnancy was much more emotionally stressful on me even if I didn't outwardly look it internally I was very very stressed um just scared but excited but really scared it took me a long time to to wrap my to wrap my head around and I had just gotten used to the idea of having one and then boom two yeah I mean and it's it's worth reiterating because it's possible that somebody has stumbled upon this as as the first episode. Which, by the yeah. way, if you if you have normally the show is not like this. This is two guys one podcast, and you're at two guys one pod dot com. Um, normally we're a little comedy show, and it's me and my buddy, uh, one guy and the other guy. This week though, it's one guy and Honey Bun. Uh, this is my wife. She's joining me on the show, uh, and there are. Uh, Backstory episode one and episode two of our of our story that you can go back and listen to uh, if this is your first time. Um, but we're talking about the birth of our twins today. It it's it was scary as hell. I've talked to you about it a lot, and I know I've talked. I think I, on the show before with with the other guy. It, it's it was terrifying to me, and especially when every time you go to the doctor, they're telling you about the increased risk of this and the increased risk of that right. because it's a twin birth. Or a twin pregnancy. Um, what was your like? You told me very early on, after we knew it was twins, you told mm-hmm. me that you thought they were going to be born on December third, which would have been a week earlier than the doctors were saying was like the maximum they were going to let you go, right? And like three weeks early from their real quote unquote due, due date. date. Yeah, they were due December twenty fourth. Doctors told me they weren't going to let me go past thirty eight weeks, which is. December tenth was December tenth, and then um, yeah, I just I I just had this feeling that I was gonna go to December second and go into labor and have him December third, and if I had not had 
the issues that I wound up having, like, I bet I would have. I bet I would have gone into labor. Then. I think it's entirely possible. I think the, I would have. Let me ask you this, because like, okay, so you you thought you had a feeling that I'm you were going to go sleep. into labor. Do what? I'm just letting her sleep. All right. She wakes up. She wakes up. You thought you were going to go into labor like December third. Did you have a like a woman's intuition, woman's premonition, whatever? Did you have a feeling that it was going to be okay, that the babies were going to be all oh, right, yeah. the pregnancy was going to be, even though you had fears, right. you felt like everything was going to be fine. Um, yeah, I did. I felt, I, I, I really did. I kind of felt like. Talking in the mic. If, oh, sorry. That's I kind of right. felt like if anything was going to happen. It's not like you got a baby to watch or anything. <laughs> um, if anything was going to happen, like maybe they would have like a couple of hours or maybe an overnight stay in the NICU. But I really, I didn't fear that they were going to come super early. I just, I, you know, from the, from the first day, from the day I found out I was, I was pregnant, I was like. I'm gonna birth this baby, and I'm gonna be awesome, and it's gonna be great, and I got this. Like I, I had confidence in myself and my body to do the work, you know. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's baby B. That's it's the uh, the the audio debut of my youngest child. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't really have any huge fears. I, after they arrived, <clears throat> let me ask you. Let's well, let's run through the the pregnancy uh, the, uh, checklist. Okay. Uh, what about cravings? Did you have any crazy cravings? No, and I, I mean, you you might debunk that or whatever, but I, I kind of wish I did. Like every once in a while, I would say, "Ooh, I really want an icy," or "Ooh, I want a turkey melt." Or, you know, something like that. But it wasn't a, anything. But that's not normally I'm like that. Yeah. I from from my side of it, it, it seemed to me like you had occasionally like strong desires. Right. But when you think of pregnancy cravings, what you think of is craving odd things or craving odd combinations or foods that, that you don't normally like. And there wasn't really anything like that. Like you didn't all of a sudden start eating ham. <laughs> no, no, sir. Uh, uh-uh. uh. But I, I did in the beginning of the pregnancy. I did have one. I wanted crawfish so bad, and it was no. It was still in season. It was the very end. But like, but when it was that Prices I wanted, prices high or something. It was they were hard to find. I, I, yeah, it was. I think it was just hard to find. They yeah. were small or they were crappy or something. But yeah, I couldn't find any, and I was so upset. I really, really wanted some, and I just couldn't find it. That was the only thing I, I ever really wanted that I couldn't get. What was your of like the of the standard pregnancy symptoms? Uh, you know, we're talking about weight gain, talking about like morning sickness, talking about uh, the cravings, talking about not being able to sleep on your back. Ugh. Of the standard pregnancy yeah. hangups, what was your le- what was the worst part of pregnancy? Of those normal those things. things. Yeah. Um, not being able to sleep in my stomach. It was like the was number terrible. one. terrible. Like, just because I've, oh, she's like cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, we should, we should specify. She's not actually cross-eyed. She currently <laughs> has crossed her eyes as she's staring at her mother. Uh, that's, um, that's baby A over there. Mm-hmm. My namesake. Um... But is, it, is is namesake? Does namesake mean person you got your name from or person you gave your name to? 
namesake is person you got your name from. She's your namesake. Uh, road, no. So I am her namesake. Yes, you are her namesake, yeah. A road sign is my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a road sign is your namesake. That is correct. <laughs> All right. I, 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 we, we, were, we were discussing um, that. Sleeping on your back or not. No, sleeping on the stomach. S- stomach, yes. Um, that... That was terrible. Like, and it, but then you know, I felt pretty good throughout the pregnancy. I mean, I had like aches and pains, like my hips would hurt. Like there's a there's a couple of times where I would get up and I felt like I was ninety years old. Like my hips would really hurt. But um, not sleeping on my stomach was terrible. That's that's Shakira's comeback album. Cause my hips don't Ooh. hurt. Ooh, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm a terrible runner. <laughs> Sympathy cries are a real thing. It's okay, Mama. Sorry. Please forgive me. What? No, you are not going to eat. Did they eat? They ate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did they eat? You don't have pregnancy brain as an excuse anymore. What's, what's, they what's say your... it follows you. Look, they're all Oh, it follows you for a while. You're yes. saying there's a hangover period for pregnancy I'm, brain? I'm, look, I got twins. How long? So now is always it, on my boobs. Is it breastfeeding brain? Is <laughs> yes, that what it's called? it's breastfeeding brain. <laughs> We're going with that. Um, but we can, we can both attest pregnancy brain is a real thing. That's a true... Like the idea, like your short-term memory, your like ability to it's multitask. Just like your thought, you just can't get your thoughts together it's yeah. sometimes. It's just, <laughs> so not all the time, but I know make with the talk pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to use the sleep. I need to use the sleep. <laughs> you need to use the sleep. I think we I need, need to, to use the sleep. sleep. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of that. And, the, and that continues though, even <laughs> after the girls came home, like that's not just about being pregnant. I, but it was like, you definitely had nights where like you're too uncomfortable in bed. You end up like, I'm going to sit in the recliner and kind of mm-hmm. like doze lightly all night right. long. And then yeah. I'll come get back in bed when I feel like, yeah, I kind of got a little restless leggy, you know? Restless leggy. Yes. That the, that's the official diagnosis. That's the, that's the medical. What's wrong with what's wrong with anyone? Oh, term. she's restless leggy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did. I did get that a little bit, and that was kind of uncomfortable in the car, like if we were driving to the doctor's appointments or something. But I mean, yeah, sleeping on my stomach sucked, and I'm not quite back there yet. Like I can't fully sleep on my stomach yet. I'm almost there. My, my stomach is still a little. Tinder. I'm like, picturing you like propping yourself up at like ever increasing angles. I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. I like bring my leg up. Like I go lay on my side and I'll kind of lay on my belly a little bit and I'll pull my leg up and I'm like, oh, it's so, nice. <laughs> so close. Yeah, I'm like a little bit more soon. Soon, like, maybe by the new year. <laughs> <laughs> I have these conversations in my head. I don't mean to make light because I like to sleep on my stomach too sometimes. Right? I do. Jerk. Like, <laughs> every time every time I see you lay on your stomach, I'm like Fuck God you. Damn. 
<laughs> Why can't that be me? Um, uh, your time's coming. Your time's coming. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like towards the end of the pregnancy. You know, one of the big things that everybody discusses is nesting. Yeah. <laughs> I I had thought several times that you were nesting. I was like, oh, she's going through her nesting phase. And it wasn't really that. It would be like you just saw a project that needed to get done on the house. And so, like, you were, you, you had a little energy and pushed it in that direction that day or that afternoon or whatever. I knew you had really entered your nesting phase, though, when you decided that the family all needed ornaments. And, and more than ornaments, Christmas stockings. <laughs> you decided this, I think, in... September like no it was the end um was it the was it was it October I don't yeah, think it was, it was a, I don't think no, it was even was. October when you ordered them no 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 it was it was after because after Deb died okay and she died October 24th oh wow all right yeah so it was right at Halloween right all right well <laughs> all Hallow's Eve uh the, <laughs> the goose the ghosts and ghoulies put the fear in you yeah. you're like it's it is the season <laughs> yes my friends <laughs> Uh, you though, you do, you don't just go to the store and get a stocking. You <laughs> ordered a cross stitch pattern. Yeah. Cause. Cause what you needed was uh, something to do. Fucking project. <laughs> you know, God. really, really time intensive <laughs> something thinking? used both your hands. That's what you need. I'm not even sure where it is right now. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's under the table, like the end table. Between the recliner and the sofa. I think that's where my bag is. With all the important stuff? Like, <laughs> I I haven't opened it since the week before the girls were born. They're we're gonna find it in a We're going to find it in a little cubby hole somewhere. Like, Jake will <laughs> have finished together. a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> the dog has become sentient and has started knitting clothes. People keep it too fucking cold in this house. Yes, um, but I did, yes. But I... You know, I I, I wanted thought, I want to talk about the fact that you were going to make Brandon a stocking, even though there's no Brandon in our house. <laughs> I I came home I came home one day and you were like, "Do you want to see what you're going to get?" And I'm like, "Yeah." First of all, so the family is going to get stockings, and you are going to do this cross stitch thing. You're determined to do this, but the problem is there it's it's very time intensive. Yes, and no one has one currently. You have one. I, I say no one. And That's I didn't not true. Use it you have a fancy year. one. Yes, but you're not going to use it until the family. All has. No, I'm going to make myself one, but mine's going to be the last one I make. I'm going to make everybody else's first. Oh, look at you, little Betsy Ross. And that's the flag maker, right? It Betsy is. Ross? Okay, good. Yes. Um, so so I come home and you're like, do you want to see your stocking? Because you're going to start with me. The the paterfamilias, as it were. Uh, you're like, do you want to see your stocking? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You already got it done. You're like, no, asshole. I'm just, I'm going to show you the package. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So you hold up this package, and it's an adorable. It's like a detailed like snowman standing in front of like a cypress tree. I think mm-hmm. not a cypress tree, but like a fir tree of some sort. Yeah. You know, Christmas tree. And there's snow on the ground, and it's you know like snowflakes in the air. And then at the top, it says it's it's like a white band on the stocking, and the name, and the name on the stocking is Brandon. Brandon is not. <laughs> My name, my name is Joel, and I said, "That's lovely." Am I going to need to change my name at Christmas time? You're going to start calling me Brandon. Is Brandon, a fellow that I need to worry about. No, Why no. Are you making Brandon stocking? No, no. Walmart, Walmart mm. picked Brandon, mm. or the company. 
So I'm wondering if you're making it all by pattern, though. Yeah. How do how do you make the name if there's no pattern for Joel? There are there are pattern like each letter has its own. It has. The oh, all you do is put the letter patterns together. Right. Look at that. They think of everything. I know. What do you do if it's too many letters across? Like, what if my name is like Zachariah? Merry Christmas, Zacharias Nebuchadnezzar. Then your name is Zach. <laughs> or too bad, so sad. You get what you get. And you don't throw a fit. Whiny. <laughs> <laughs> Cross-stitch cross elite speak? Mm -hmm. uh, use text language? Yes. You abbreviate that song, bitch. <laughs> um, what else do you want to talk about about the pregnancy before we get to the birthing? I think, I, think, I think that's about there. I'm trying to think if there was something else that I wanted to mention. Um... I didn't I didn't feel them like I never saw my like people talk about their like seeing an elbow roll or whatever. Like, oh my god, that was a foot. Did you see yeah. that foot in my belly? You didn't even have any of that. I guess cuz it was too crowded in there. I think uh I think it was too crowded and also there was like there like there's a window for that where right. they're big enough and strong enough to push it out and small enough to have room to push it. Oh, and back to the nesting thing. Yes. I don't think I actually ever hit my nesting. You think your nesting phase came or it would have come it after come they after got we here. Had the babies? Because they say it's like right before it's like a week or so before the babies arrive. So we I mean it was a surprise when they were coming but to us, but I didn't I didn't have any like my body was not preparing you know, it wasn't to like, have babies, right? When, right. Like, they well, I mean, it was prepared to have babies, but just right. at a distance. Yeah. So you know, I, ne I don't feel like I think I would have like top to bottom cleaned the house, and I was looking forward to that because I felt so useless for so so long. I felt like I didn't do anything, and was so big and pregnant and swollen and whatever. I was kind of looking forward to that burst of energy I was going to get and feel really, really good. Well, the problem, of course, is that since you since you were pregnant with twins, I mean, like by that point, you would have definitely been on uh, bed, bed rest. rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you ended up. I guess this is as good a time as any. You, they ended up. So we, you worked until November fifteenth, thirteenth, um, something like that. Yeah, middle of November is the point. Right. And you had a doctor's appointment on a Tuesday, and, the, and it's Wednesday. It's fetal monitoring. Bethany went Wednesday. With me. That's right. And your coworkers were literally taking bets on whether or not the doctor was going to allow you to come back. Right. Uh, and he did not. He did not. In fact, they sent me to the hospital. Uh, and and the cause for that was you had high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, I was really really swollen, and I had gained seventeen pounds of fluid in two weeks, which was ridiculous because I'd only gained twenty five. The entire pregnancy. You've done so well. They were like so happy with your weight gain. And I was 33 weeks, per 34 weeks pregnant. And, and all of a sudden I gained 17 pounds in two weeks. So and they, I looked like the Michelin man. So they sent you to uh, they sent you to the hospital. They, yep. Well, and they said, hey, you need to go to the hospital and get checked out. We're going to put you on uh, 24 hour, hour pee analysis. And yep. we're going to monitor the baby with the fetal heart monitor a lot. And, you know, we're going to make sure that everything's good or the babies and make sure that well, they good. said we're sending you over to the hospital. We didn't even know it was 24 hours till we got there. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh, it's a 24 hour urine collection thing. And my sister and I were like, oh, so we're going to be here overnight. I, I, better, I better call Joel and tell him that. That's funny. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, you were with your sister, so I like, and I was here. I was at work actually, so mm. I didn't know about it right away. And once you were on your way to the hospital, you called and you were like, "Hey, not to freak you out, everything's okay, but these are the things that are happening." And they sent me there, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to wrap up here at work. I'm going to let." And I, I, I think I don't think we had the boys that day. So I was able to come over straight as soon as I got done with work, and I just finished what I needed to do and then packed my stuff and headed in that direction. You had a list of things, hey, pick up this and pick up this or whatever and come over. Um, so we ended up staying in the hospital about 36 hours that yeah, time. Yeah, about. So a little more than 24 hours they kept yeah. you. Um, and uh, they finally uh, they finally discharged you, sent you home. You were fine. Everything was cool, except that now bed rest. Yep. So no work anymore. No work. Uh, were you like, was bed rest, was that like, oh no, or was it like, ha I get to relax a little bit? It was, oh no, I did not want to do it. I really, really, really wanted to make it to Thanksgiving break at work. I really, really wanted to. It was, it, it had been my goal. Like I just, I just wanted to. And like, and I knew, and granted my bed rest wasn't like super restrictive. He said it's more like home rest. Don't go doing crazy stuff, even at the house. Like, don't. You, you can get up and make a sandwich. You can walk. You can take a shower if you want to. You can walk around the right, house. But can, don't do not do any housework. Don't run the vacuum do cleaner. Don't, right. Don't do Get anything. on a stepladder and clean the curtains. Right. You can't even do the dishes, like, because I don't want you standing there unloading and doing. Like, there's too much time on your feet. And, like, I was tired, but I, I just, I was not looking forward to it. So for a week you stayed home and you kind of relaxed and uh, and you got some rest and you finished up a few things you yeah. packed bags and that kind of thing, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, I say all of a sudden no it wasn't all of a sudden the we had another doctor's Tuesday. appointment next Tuesday uh, the next checkup we go to see the the specialists mm-hmm. and again they said go back to the hospital yeah the the girl told me she said. She was asking me all these questions, the ultrasound tech, and I was answering them. And I would fill them in on everything that had happened the week prior. And she said, you are answering these questions all wrong. I bet they're going to send you to have these babies today. And I was like, oh, really? And I I was kind of like, all right. And then whatever. And then in the, other, the other thing, I was like, no, they better not. Like, what are you talking about? And you were in the bathroom. So when you came in, I was just like, hey, they're telling me I'm answering these questions wrong. And so the doctor came in and he was like, we're going to have babies today or tomorrow. Are you going to the hospital and call your doctor? I was so excited. I was a little nervous. I was freaking out. I was, And, and I know you were like, I knew then like you were unprepared. I mean, you were prepared. You were ready. But you were like, I'm not ready. There's supposed to be more time. I'm supposed to have like two more weeks to figure this out. And I, more than unprepared though, more than like worried, whatever, I was just excited that it was going to be over. I was so on edge about you being pregnant, about the fact that now they had, there was some complications and that you had to go on bed rest, that you'd been in the hospital and that potentially there were, you know, complications for the girls as well. I just, I wanted the thing done. I knew once yeah. they were here, I knew that the doctors would know what they needed to do to take care of them and you, and it would all be fine. But while they were inside, there was nothing any of us could do. It was all <laughs> on you. And so I was just really excited that we were going to have them. Um, but we came back over and uh, we, we checked into the hospital and, 
you know, alerted the family, and all of a sudden, there we were. It was Baby Palooza 2013. It was ridiculous. Uh, we had uh, a very nice turnout, I thought, in the hospital. Oh, hey, can I go back backwards yeah. for a second? <laughs> yeah. Rewind. Um, I do have some advice for people that when we were talking about the pregnancy. <laughs> I got a few things I want to tell you people. Yes. Do not, do not ever look at your pregnant girlfriend or wife or sister or coworker or just person on the street and ask them how they are doing. And when they tell you really how they're doing because they're pregnant, they're going to tell you how they really are doing. Don't tell them, oh, just you wait. <laughs> it gets worse. Really? Really? I had no idea. I had no idea it was going to get worse. I was going to get even bigger. My boobs were going to get sore. My hips were going to spread. I was going to go into labor and have to push this baby out. <laughs> or get sliced open and then have a nurse on me 12 times a day. Fuck you. Like, I didn't know. Really? Oh, well, it's just... We I should, changed my mind. We should make, uh, we should make PSAs. God. We should make PSAs like the It Gets Better Bullying and, uh, and like LGBT <laughs> commercials or whatever. Yes. We should make It Gets Worse. It gets about, worse. About, about pregnancy. Suck it so up, you So you're pansy. pregnant. You're yes. glowing. All of your family members are ecstatic. You're planning your, uh, you, you know, your, your, uh, your showers and yes. your uh, registries, etc. Did you know that soon you won't have ankles? <laughs> Stretch marks will cover more of your body than tattoos do now. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, oh, people, people are stupid. <laughs> but anyway, yes, it was. There was a good, very good turnout at the hospital, and I was, I was less than pleased with the turnout the night, the night before the babies were born. I would have rather it been. I don't know. I don't know if I would rather it been nobody there except you and me. But I was, I was so scared. Like I was so scared. I didn't want anybody there. Really? Yeah, I didn't want anybody there. I and I don't know if you noticed, but I, I told one or two people afterwards. You know, they were like, well, "How was it?" You know, and I said, "I was terrified. I was so quiet that night. Like there were so many people in and out of the room and." You know, my family, your family, you know, and it was fine. And I was, and everybody was excited and I get that. But I was so quiet. I was so scared. I sh- I really wanted everybody to go. <laughs> but I didn't want to be rude because everybody was so excited. And, and I felt bad not being excited. But I knew that I was fixing to have major surgery. And like, I. Yeah, they were all just like going to get a grandbaby. You were like, yeah, you're going to cut me open nephews. in this room back here. Yeah. And like. Yeah, and they were early, and they were 35 weeks, and Hello. I didn't know. Not, Hello. I don't know. I just didn't. I was very nervous. Well, rightfully so. There's nothing. Yeah. I don't think there was anything wrong with that nervousness. But and and I I knew it then. Yeah, it was yeah. obvious that you were nervous. Um. And and I think the family did a pretty good job of. Everybody was wonderful. Like trying to stay at arm's length. Like no, they were around was and so available. Great. Like yeah. everybody, everybody, everything that everybody did and everybody that was there, everybody was wonderful. Like 
And th- I, it I just want to. so great. I'm me, so appreciative. I was going to say, let me fast forward and say this. Your parents and my parents are really, really good at, at hovering for help mm-hmm. at a convenient and comfortable distance. Yes. Like, they're right there. Anytime we're like, hey, can you do, they're already there to do it. Like, you don't even have to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not up our, like, we never have to chase them away. We never have to say, will you people leave Okay, now? yeah, we're done yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't mean this rudely, but get the fuck out of my <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> like, we never have to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's awesome. So kudos to our parents. I don't, I, my, my mother doesn't listen week to week, but she does listen when you're on. Yeah. So she probably heard this. Yeah. Yay, mom. Thank you. Um, yes, she's mm, she's wonderful. Let me say this: I was I was nervous, but more I was really excited. And it occurred to me there finally that night in the hospital while we were waiting. We you know we got there and it was a couple hours, and then we knew okay it's going to be tomorrow morning. So like there's a there was a long period of time ahead of us before anything was really going to happen, and it was mostly just sitting around waiting. Yeah. Um, and in that in that time when I really had some time to like ponder the situation, it occurred to me it's a little momentous on a like micro family level because for your mother and father, for my mother and father, and so your sisters and my sisters and brother, none of them have twins. No, none of the none of our our parents didn't have twins. Our grandparents on no. either side didn't have twins. Our great grandparents on either side didn't have twins. We both have like extended family cousins or whatever. Right. So it was a little bit of a thing. Yeah, it, was, it was. It was an event, and people were excited about it, and that was really cool. And it that was very finally cool. that finally dawned on me that night in the hospital. I was like, "Hey, this is going to be a thing. We're going to be." Like the like the Beatles or something, you know, like a little like a little family Beatles thing. Yeah. That everybody's going to want to keep up with the twins. And that's really really neat, and you know I'm, you know I've got I've done the I've done the pregnancy thing before. Well, I haven't done the pregnancy thing, but I've done the having babies thing before. Right. I got two little boys, of course, son number one and Deuce, and they're very close in age. And you know we get stopped sometimes out in public, and hey, are they twins and that kind of thing. But I had no idea the level of attention and fascination that would accompany actually having twins. And that all started for me that night in the hospital. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. It's very cool. It's it's like some weird science experiment. (laughs) People are just curious and it's, it's different and it's, I mean, but there's so many twins like, but people still treat it. Like it's it's so rare. It's like like we have five. Yeah. Well, and I think it comes down to, okay, so in your life, how many twins do you know? You know, maybe a dozen right. sets of twins or whatever, and you know those dozen sets of twins pretty well at different times right. in your life. But at the same time, no one you know intimately are twins. twins. You know, right. like nobody, your sister didn't have twins, your cousin, your your first cousin anyway. Like people you are yeah. in your life every day, every week. You don't have any twins, Mm-mm. probably. And I think most people are actually that way. Right. Like, as common as it is, it's actually still rare on a up-close basis. Right. So, when you have it right there up close, it is kind of an exciting thing. I'm glad to be in the eye of it, but at the same time, I really was not prepared for... Like, I mean, the first time we got them out, and we were accosted, like, six times in Walmart in, mm-hmm. like, a 45-minute trip... 
It was insane. It's crazy. People follow you around. Are those twins? Are there two of them? What are you doing? There's two babies there. Well, it's like the day, like the day your mom and dad and I took the boys and girls to the mall to get their pictures taken with Santa. Yes. We had. I'm not even kidding. We literally walked in the door of JCPenney, like the side door of JCPenney. And I had the girls in the stroller and the boys were walking. We had just gotten in the door and this lady asked if they were two sets of twins. <laughs> like had not even been in the store for a, for a, a full two minutes. And no, ma'am, they're 17 months apart. And, but these, yes, ma'am, those, those two are, are twins. And this one we just stole out of the parking lot. Good Lord. This one's ours. We just kept the other one because, uh, you know, we, we felt like a matching set would be better looking. Oh, it's crazy. We, we just borrowed this one for the photo. <laughs> we thought that would be really cute. Santa will Good, love that. Got two boys, two girls. Two it only makes that'll sense. Be, that'll be adorable. Yeah, yeah. We'll take her back to the bathroom stall while we're done with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had matching dresses. And then first, Baby A peed all over it. Was it pee or pee? I thought she shit all over herself. Oh, she, both. Okay, there you go. I picked her up and she was soaking wet. And I was like, oh, man. Like a lady. Yes. <laughs> so ladylike. So there I am changing her clothes on the on the railing of like the, the landscapes center of the mall like the the, uh the the ferns around the fountains yes like i have my baby laid up on a 15 feet away from the north pole yes (laughs) and people are still like oh she's so cute i'm like she's shit all over i'm pulling this dress over her head and i put her here in this striped reindeer outfit and so my reaction was thank you so much her sister's over there they're like oh she's twins my yes no get the fuck away go look at the clean one yeah. Go look at the clean one. I'm changing this one's ass. Um, yeah. So let's go back. Okay. So tell us about delivery. I mean, <laughs> you don't. I was there. I remember it. You were. But I didn't. You know, I didn't. I didn't do it exactly. Um, How was it? You had a C-section. First of all, let's, I did. Let's say that it was planned because they were. You know, hey, it's time to have the babies, and we need to have them now. And you weren't going into labor or anything like that. They could have put me in labor, but you. But probably baby, baby A, a was, was breech anyway, uh, yeah. so it was like this is the best thing to do. This is the course of action. Everybody comfortable with it? Okay, let's move forward. So, like, they put me in a room. They tell me to put on my my scrubs, so I have fifteen minutes alone with my thoughts as I yeah. as I get on my gear, and they take you in a room. Take all your clothes off and I'm put sorry, you on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, I just had my gown on, but I had to, I had to take a shower. Okay, I took a shower like the night before and stuff. But they woke me up that morning. And they put my IV in, and that's when they blew my vein. And that was that was the worst part. Was the IV, the the entire worst part of the whole thing at the very that? beginning. Yes, that was terrible. That uh, that hurt, man. I, I don't know. I've never had an IV before, but that hurt, and um. But I had to take a shower and like scrub down with all this stuff with this like sterile stuff. I don't know. That was interesting. I didn't know that that was involved. Oh, but this was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't even think I told you this. The the nurse came in, so she was like checking me all over, you know, and like making sure everything was good. She was the nurse came in and brought me this to take a shower. She's getting me all ready and she's helping me get in my gown. And she goes, (laughs) she says, 
oh, well, <laughs> she said, well, the good thing is you're like, you're clean shaven. <laughs> She's just like, that makes my job easier. So apparently. A lot of women come in there with a full bush and whatnot. I guess. I don't know. Apparently her job is it's to, to shave, shave people <laughs> or like to shave like some some of it. I don't know. I'm like, good God, because I know where the cut is. Like, if you got shit going on all that way, we need to talk. Like, oh my God, you need but to, I was like, you need to give some style tips. But I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh well, you're welcome. <laughs> like, I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, I guess they they probably shave. They probably shave a lot of the area, not just right there where the incision is. They probably shave right. a lot of it's the area. It's just so it's a sterile area because they put that right. betadine yeah, 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 on yeah, you yeah. and stuff. And so, yeah. So they got they got to do all that stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, she told me that. I thought that was so funny. So so uh, apparently the uh, – uh, um, shit, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, the, I um, – Apparently, pubic hair is not uh, the death of pubic hair is uh, vastly uh, over uh, shit. Get shit together. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> pubic hair's death has been vastly exaggerated. Yes, apparently. The reports of pubic hair's death are vastly yes. exaggerated. Because apparently, this girl go. still has shit under the stick and has to do that. <laughs> I was like, "Good God, bless your heart." You're maybe welcome. she's maybe she's just been there a long time, and she's used like for years maybe. and years. It was I don't like, know. but <laughs> she's I was... just still not used. I, you know what? That's the that's the three hundred and seventy fifth one this year that didn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> Strange. So weird. But no, so I was I was happy to help her out, and was like, "You're welcome." I didn't plan it. I didn't even know we were coming here. So, <laughs> <laughs> this was not uh, for your benefit. Uh, oddly enough, though, you had just done your toes and fingernails, I think, hadn't you? I did. I'd done my toes. And there you go. And, yeah, and, and my fingernails. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and you had also not shaved your legs, but you did like I'd, some version of nair or something, Yeah, like right? veet. I'd veeted them. You'd veeted them? <laughs> yes. Veet, veet. Veet. Uh, I wonder if that has anything to do with like the in veet in French. Doesn't it mean quick? I think that means oh. quick. I think veet. Veet veet too sweet is how you very quickly. Ashcraft's wife. <laughs> She'd know. <laughs> we don't really speak about French very much anymore. It's funny enough. Um, hey, um, so let's talk about having the girls. Let's talk about having the girls home. Okay. Um, first of all, we've got uh, two great big brothers. Yeah, that have both turned into Absolutely. really good, really, really good helpers. They were both they were there. They actually got to meet the girls first. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than than you and me, they met the girls before anybody else. Yep. Uh, I thought that was really nice that we were able to do that. They they played hooky the day that the girls were born and got to come hang out with us at the hospital and then uh, go play with uh, Oma and Opa a little while too. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Um, the boys have been great. They've been awesome. Son number one. This is, and I wrote this down. This is my favorite note about son number one and the girls. When we first got there, we made a big production about hand sanitizer. Yes. Okay, guys. Got to have clean hands when you hold the babies. Yes, we want everybody to hold the babies. We're going to show you how. You can hold them anytime you want to. It's really, it's it's good for us. It's good for the babies. Yes, awesome. We love that you want to do it. Got to have clean hands to do it. This stuff will get you clean hands. Mm -hmm. You just squeeze a little in your hand. Wipe it over, you know, did the whole thing. 
we'd been doing this for a couple days now we'd been home with the boys uh, and we got them like right after we got home like they came to yeah. see they came to the hospital on wednesday when the girls we were got born. out saturday we had them sunday yeah 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 and like <laughs> sunday morning even sunday middle of the day sunday we had them all day sunday and then like monday and tuesday too it was quick <laughs> it was quick it was very yeah. quick uh but they were. They were very helpful. And and one of the things that sticks out, though, is, is son number one wandering around the house telling me that he was looking for the sanitizer. <laughs> the sanitizer. <laughs> yes, that was so funny. I was like, no, sir. There is no Fox News in this house. No one needs need to be sanitized. I need a sanitizer. I'm looking for the sanitizer. <laughs> I was like, want to hold my did sisters. Say, did he say sanitizer? Yes, he totally said sanitizer. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> That was so funny. Oh, man. And Deuce's um, volume. <laughs> Deuce, Deuce has a problem. Like, like Will Ferrell's character on Saturday Night Live. He has a problem controlling the volume of his voice. Oh, my God. He's so loud. But he was so quiet for a while. That's over and over. <laughs> I think the girl, like, he's experienced God. the girls full on crying, and he's like, oh, oh, the girls make noise too. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I could be loud again. The other day, we were all, full, all six of us were in the van, and, um, <laughs> uh, one of the girls was crying, and she's, she's got a big old shrill voice, shrill cry, and, and Deuce was like shaking his head back and forth, <laughs> like, ah! Like, and he was like, had his teeth, he was showing his teeth, like he was throwing them off. And I was like, oh, get over it. You're just as loud as she is. Yeah, seriously. Like, any, like if you, of all people, should complain about yes. volumes or. I was like, uh uh-uh. do not even fuss about that. Mm mm. Yeah, um, funny. Excuse you. Excuse you. What uh, we, 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 what else you got? You got you got something else you want to talk about about the girls? I want to get to the list before we forget about it here in a minute. Um, it's not like awesome. this is it's not like this is the only time we're going to talk about them. Yeah. I'm sure. No, they're awesome. They are. They really are um, awesome. Hey, and they're doing really well. By the way, I guess we should update people. Like everybody is growing, yes, happy, healthy. Uh, we've been to two doctors' visits now. We got another one coming up uh, in the middle of this next month, and. Uh, Four shots. Yeah, they'll get a bunch of immunizations. You're very uh, upset about that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to actually come to that one and, and play the bad cop. Yep. I'm. I'm just glad we're not at a point in our society where we ed- self-administer immunizations. Like, I'm really glad there's another person that I can put this off on <laughs> uh, and be like, "Here, you do it. You stick the baby with the sharp needle." Yeah. It does say though to breastfeed them while they're getting their shots. It's like a, it's like a natural pain reliever for them or something. So, I'm gonna try that. I think uh, you should do that for me the next time that I have an immunization Shut too. Up. My flu shot next year. I think. Come here. Be a natural pain Come reliever here, for me. Absolutely. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so um, they've they've been home. Uh, no, they're, they're great. They're awesome. They've been home now for. F- Four weeks, five weeks? I don't know. They're, they're five weeks old? They're almost six weeks, yeah. Six weeks old six on Wednesday. Six weeks old on Wednesday. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> six weeks old on Wednesday, and we haven't broken them yet. I think no. uh, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I've just bumped their heads in their car seats a couple of times. <laughs> I mean. 
That's as bad it as it gets. It might have been the same kid twice. <laughs> That's as bad as it gets. I think we're but I think we're doing fine. They're doing fine. I was uh I think I had already been dropped in a sink at least once by this age. I have not dropped anybody in the sink. Not dropped anybody at all. Not dropped anybody at all. Very proud of that. We're gonna. We, as a yes. matter of fact, I think we need badges. We've had zero days <laughs> no, since the last incident. Is, yes. Uh, no, not zero days since the last incident. We've had. Oh, yeah, we need yeah, the yeah, sign had, and it's oh, yeah. running. So we've had. If it's if there's if there's let's say they're almost six weeks. That's uh forty two days. Forty two days since since last incident. Last incident being their arrival. Their arrival. Yes. Um, so before we forget about it, you you have been keeping a, a list of <laughs> yes. Things. This has nothing to do with babies. None of well, that's right. None of them on there have anything to do with babies. None, uh, because you have uh, because you have not taken any notes since you. I mean, yeah. It's like you've been busy or something. Yeah. Okay. Do you just want me? You want me to just start reading them off? You, you and can like, if you want you to. You can kind of give backstory if you want to. Yeah, we could do that if you want. If you want to, yes. Okay. And if you if you see something <laughs> that you don't think will if they're not worth mentioning, feel free to pass them over. Okay. To. Um, laughter is the best Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carl Malone always say, laughter, laughter is, is the best, best Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where that originated says, from. I think it was on Facebook. It was Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons said that yeah, about Carl. Yeah, I have Malone. written down Jay, Bill, and Carl collaboration. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes, Bill Simmons. Uh, it is the sports guy, and uh, uh, oh, oh, I bet that was I bet that was in his book, the book of basketball. Yeah, uh, he he, uh, which is a very very good book by the way. Carl Malone, of course, a local celebrity here and an alumni of uh, our uh, illustrious uh, university uh, locally, uh, and uh, an all around good guy. I think generally too, but he does have a funny way of talking sometimes. Come along, along always say laughter is the best Mexican. Fargan bastages. So Fargan bastages. There's a little movie called Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> Starring Michael Keaton from the early early eighties, and it's a it's a spoof on gangster movies, and it's it's like a big dumb comedy. <laughs> and uh, I loved it when I was a kid. I watched it a ton on HBO uh, at my grandparents' house. They had they always had HBO when I was growing up, and I'd watch movies that was probably really inappropriate for me to watch. We watched it on Netflix together to see if it hold if it holds up, and it totally holds up. <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the uh, the characters in the movie uh, curses a lot, but he curses incorrectly, so he says things like "you fogging bastards," <laughs> <laughs> so he can get away with <laughs> so he can get away with cursing more, pretty much than he could in a in a PG thirteen film. Yeah, you fogging bastards. Um, dog snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that began as a conversation with me and other guy actually pre podcast. I think he and I were discussed no. No. You and I talked about it, I know. You and I were laying on the sofa watching. Oh, and I just told him and he didn't think it was funny. He I did knew not it was, think it was funny. And it was freaking hilarious. It was very, very funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we were watching Seals? Yeah. It, yeah, it was Seals. It was like, it was like the North America. It was like the North America thing or Earth or whatever that. Uh, yeah, I bet it was Earth. The Richard yeah. Attenborough picture the seal in motion yeah uh, you know a graceful killer it was that thing yeah it was that thing where they the guy went around the country and he was on the west coast 
Do you remember that? I don't know. You, are you talking about the Stephen Fry? Yes. Stephen Fry sees America. Yes. That's what it was that's on. That's what it was on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. That's good. That's a totally different show. Stephen Fry. I think it's Stephen Fry's America or Stephen Fry goes to America or something yeah. like that. But anyway, it's like six episodes, I think, and he travels all across the country. And one of the things he does is go to an aquarium, I guess, and, and plays with seals. I, I don't th- remember I think they this. were just watching seal watching. Okay. There, were, there you go. A little seal know. watching. Of course, it was one of said, America's favorite pastimes. And have you ever noticed? That it doesn't, that the, the, that the seal doesn't, it, sh- it looks a lot like a dog and a snake had a baby. Yeah. Dog snake. It does look like a dog snake. I yeah. think if you were gonna if you were gonna name animals literally, like if there was ever an animal to name literally, that one co- that one's yeah, obvious. Yeah, because we had the conversation. We said, you know, Adam's in the Garden of Eden, and <laughs> oh, God comes along yes. and he's like, hey, 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 what'd you name that one? What'd you name that one? Did you get to the dog snake yet? Yeah, did you get to the dog snake? And Adam's like, the what? And he's like, the dog snake, the thing that looks like the dog and the snake mi- mixed together. Oh, and he's like, what? You mean the seal? The seal? And Jesus is like, Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> you mean the, you, you mean the thing that's going to open at the end times? Yes. You mean the thing you put on an envelope? It's obviously Seal. a dog snake. Obviously a dog snake. You jackass. Oh, you fucking bastards. So freaking funny, man. Uh, versus. <laughs> uh, YouTube videos, in case you have never seen it, uh, epic rap battles of history. Epic rap. Battles of history. Versus William Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, very, very good. There's several. Well, not several. There's like dozens of them now, and almost every single one of them is excellent. Yes. Um. These are all things, by the way, just from our relationship. Like yeah. you were taking notes. Yeah. This about me. Stuff. Um. This. Stuff- <laughs> In case I ever ran away, I guess. So yeah. you could. T- well, this was what it was like. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> just for when you broke my heart, I would just have memories. It's so sad. <laughs> well, it's pathetic. not sad now wow. since it's not sad now since since it's I married really you. It's really pathetic when you say it out loud. Now. You're holding our twin. One of them. You're holding one of the twins. I apparently at some point said, "I hope heaven has a holodeck." <laughs> <laughs> I do hope heaven has a holiday. Me too. It'd be awesome. See, Dad and I were hanging out the other day, and he was talking about the heavenly choirs. And I, like I, I do believe in heaven. I believe in an afterlife. I believe. I very specifically, I'm a Christian. I and uh, we're both Christians. And I think, I think that some sort of a version of the biblically described heaven is true. However, I don't really think it's streets of gold and pearly gates. And I also, anytime somebody talks about heavenly choirs, I'm like. I don't want to go to a place where there's nothing but like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir style, <laughs> thousands and thousands of voices in unison singing yeah. hosannas. That's not my idea of heaven. Right. And I'm imagining that it's more than that. That is yes. that's one like the idea of heavenly choirs and and the idea of like the the massive praiseful singing is one metaphor for explaining the excitement and the the activity and the exaltation and the wonderfulness that will be the the post life. But yeah, I really hope heaven has a holodeck. Yes. Um, I want to play cowboys and Indians once in a while. <laughs> with Jesus. Uh, this one not necessarily says, with Jesus, but with you know the lesser apostles. Moses. Moses. I would <laughs> totally play cowboys and Indians with Moses. Uh, this one's. This it's a hell of a thing to kill a man, take away all he's ever had, <laughs> all he's ever going to have. 
Uh, this one's you're the honey bun to his diet coke. Uh, that's the origin of your nickname. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I you were in in one of your spouts friend. of this fellow's an asshole and he's probably going to destroy my life. Right? Yes. Uh, you were you were texting with uh, the best friend, and yeah. uh, she made the analogy. I am, I love many things, but one of the things that I love a lot, uh, as far as food goes, is uh, diet coke, and I love honey buns, and they go really yeah. well together. You can't have one without the other, and so. You are the honey bun to my Diet Coke. That's a true story. Um, this one has, this is a quote from other guy, but it makes me laugh every time I read it because it happened at his house. There's, There's a lot of our formidable. There's a speed between fancy dinner party and pass the fuck out in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh. Hell, I, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Yeah. He's talking about holiday friend there. He is talking he's talking about, about holiday our, friend. He's talking about our holiday friend. Our holiday friend came to town, and um, I mean, it's Christmas. Not that, you know, he's a guy with a lot of responsibilities. Yes. He's got a very uptight job. Uh, he's got a great wife, but like, like they've got a young baby at home, et cetera, et cetera. And it was his first time away from the family, so to speak. The wife didn't come. Yeah, the baby was not there. He was alone at the house with his college buddies. And he forgot there's a speed between fancy dinner party and pass the fuck out in the laundry room. <laughs> and he forgot and went straight to pass the fuck out in the laundry room, drooling on the tile floor. He got better. No, no, no. Oh, he was, the wife was, was there. Because we forgot. tried to That's keep right. her away. The we, did. We, tried, we tried to, we tried to. I we, forgot all about that. Poor her. Oh. Poor Mrs. Poor, holiday poor, friend. Poor, poor holiday friend. I know. He was the one passed out on the floor. I know. Okay, this is a great one. He did get better, though. He, he was did. even allowed to come over the next time. He did. Um, this is, okay, this is a funny little conversation between the two of us. Um, you. Were you touched today by the passing of Vidal Sassoon? <laughs> Me. What? He died. You, yeah, you're gonna like the way you look. That's Vidal Sassoon, right? Me, no, 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 no. That's Men's Warehouse. <laughs> A little, little difference, little difference between Men's Warehouse and Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> um, we you're made like a, the way you look. We made a sex bet about how you pronounce the word decipher, <laughs> and I lost. <laughs> you did, but I won. I won. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, it's decipher. It's it's decipher. It's Excuse decipher. me, it is decipher. We had a huge we had a huge debate about it at other guys' house, and so later on, the whole room is quiet. Like the whole room, and we're all in the living room, and Jolson in the kitchen, and all of a sudden we hear the goo- <laughs> the Google translate. Siri. Yes, yeah, Siri, Siri, Siri say decipher. <laughs> I didn't take. I wasn't gonna take your word for it. Just because y'all all thought it was true, doesn't mean. Hey, of course, the so other word, and we we've talked about this on the podcast funny. before. the The other word that I get wrong or have gotten wrong in the past a lot is codify. I tend to pronounce it codify. And that's the way that I used yes. to pronounce it a lot. To me, there it's like root and route. Sometimes the sentence is phrased in a way that codify fits better sometimes the sentence is phrased in a way that codify fits better the 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 way that the sounds play off one another Mm -hmm. one is right and one is right in other times that's the way that i had felt about it you guys pointed out that codify of course from the root code not cod (laughs) and perhaps 
that might imply something about the way that the pronunciation should go. Um, and it, I was eventually swayed to think that you guys are right. However, in the past week, as a matter of fact, I saw a video online where a, a well-known producer, writer, whatever, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but the name of the, of the series that he's working on is called Penny Dreadful for Showtime. It was a behind-the-scenes of this show, and he's talking about how, how it came into being. And he said, uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I was reading uh, Frankenstein, and then I read Dracula, and then I read The Portrait of Dorian Gray, and I thought, how could I codify all of these different, uh, you know, uh, parts of uh, horror literature into one uh, news story. And I thought, huzzah! Some, it's a fellow uh, kindred spirit. He understands. Uh, it's it's like poetic license, but it's for regular speech. That's the way that I feel about it. Yeah, but didn't he have an asterisk by it? Well, under it, the guy that was po- talking about the video made a joke about it. Yeah. Yes. There was no asterisk in the video. He's he didn't, like, this he dumbass. Didn't, he didn't asterisk the, the sentence yeah. as he said it. Codify. Doink. <laughs> That'd be funny if you like asked yourself. Video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put some footnotes in this speech that I'm giving you. <laughs> um, this, you said this. Uh, you know the combination of smart and lucky that I am. I should never bitch about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel very. I, hey, and this actually might be a pretty good note to to go out on because it's not going to be too much longer before yeah. the girls start getting hungry. I. That's a perfect example of how I feel super blessed. I mean, I think about it all the time. Like, I don't have the best life in the world, probably. Um, I don't have a ton of money. I don't have, uh, like, a, the nicest car. I don't. My parents aren't rich or powerful. I, I don't have friends in high places, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I've got great people around me. I've got a lot of natural benefits mm-hmm. in my own life. I had a great childhood, et cetera, and I know that's not something that everybody can count on yeah. or can say. And so I'm super, super thankful about where I am and the the position that I was given. And I try to work really hard with what I have and be worth it. And that's definitely true about you. And it's definitely true about the girls and the boys. I We've got a beautiful family. We really honey do. Honey bun. We really, really do. You're a lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Fargan <laughs> bastages. No, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. No, it really is. It's it's wonderful. I love you. I love you. Um, save some more of your list so that we have things okay. to laugh at the next time that you're on the show. When other guy doesn't feel like doing an episode. <laughs> Can I just say this last one? Yes. This will be this will be the after credit sequence. Uh, I got two. Okay. One is. Get in the mic. My love for you is like carrying this crate inside the house. Uncomfortable but necessary. By the end of the day, it gives me somewhere to park my dog. <laughs> so. One of, one of the things that happened when we when we got rushed to the hospital is that we had uh, we had we had dogs we have dogs to worry about. And your parents were great; they came over, they got the dogs. And we're like, we'll we'll keep the dogs. Don't worry about it. But then once we got back to the house, we have to go over to your parents' house, load up the crate, load up the dog, bring it back to the house. I kind of fucking hate these dogs. I <laughs> not really hate not like not like you hate Osama bin Laden or you know communism, yeah. but I. A little bit hate, a little, a little 
small, like a pilot flame of hatred <laughs> burning in my heart for these two dogs. <laughs> and yet, my love for you is like carrying this crate into the house. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, but necessary. <laughs> and at the end of the day, gives me some place to park my dog. That's a true damn story. Whew. This is the other one. I don't get a phone call. Oh, well. Uh, there's actually two I wanted to read, but I'm going to read this one. The other night when I was rubbing Lanolin, <laughs> Lanolin on my boobs. And you were like, oh, yeah. Medicate that nipple. <laughs> There's nothing sexier than a woman rubbing lanolin on her sore nipples. <laughs> Even the name lanolin. There's nothing. There's nothing sexy about lanolin. It's soft. It's not disgusting or anything. It's not like moist or like you know I don't know Dermatrix or something like that. Lanolin. It's soft. You wouldn't think it was lanolin. bad. It is not sexy though. It's not. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm gonna rub some of this lanolin on myself. <laughs> Ooh yeah. I got some good ones for next time. Excellent. Um <laughs> uh, this has been Two Guys One Podcast. Uh and you can find all of uh, your two guys one pod needs at two guys one pod dot com. Email us if you want to be a part of the show. Send us some listener mail to two guys one pod at me dot com or stop by our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash two guys one pod. And also make sure when you shop Amazon uh, hit the support tab or uh, any of the Amazon banners at twoguysonepod.com. And not only uh, will it not cost you anything, but we'll actually get a few uh, pennies thrown our way for uh, pointing, them, uh, pointing you in their direction. We appreciate that. Until uh, the next time we have you in again, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Yay! Hey, Yay. let's talk about how quiet our babies were for like an hour and ten minutes. Because they were asleep and they weren't supposed to be. Well, they weren't really asleep the whole time. That's what I'm saying to myself. I kept I kept goosing this one over here. I don't know about you. I didn't really. Yeah, you should have been says, goosing her. And it says this is the time frame that we weren't supposed to. I know. You should have been goosing her. I know. Goose her now. Poke, poke. You don't just poke her. You got to tickle her a little bit. You got to warm up to it. <laughs> No, she's out. All right, out. Uh, let's 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 take these babies home and see if we can't fix all of the terribleness that we've done to their scheduling now. All right. Until next week, I'm one guy, and I'm Honey Bun. I always said I'm other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I'm one guy, and I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. This is how I became his beautiful. <laughs> and this has been the podcast.
Um, there's one on here. It says, we were just incompatible. I wanted him to take care of my fill valve, and he just wanted to put it in my... Ha, ha, ha.